You good? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Focus Point Podcast. My name is Alia. My name is Mark. And today we are talking about pricing yourself and your work. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Um, So first thing I want to start out is happy Monday. We made it through another week in 2021. Beginning of a new week. Beginning of a new week. To do new things. Start a new job. For some of us. (laughs) Well, Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But really, I hope you guys had a great weekend and took some self-care and just relaxed and spent time with yourself and under- finding things out that you want to do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so to kick it off, we're going to start with basically pricing out yourself. I'm going to come from a standpoint of influencer content creator, and Mark's going to come from a standpoint of business. 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 I don't know. You're a business owner. That's it. Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm going to start off by first saying that when I started content creation and even influencing back in 2017, I really didn't know honestly, that people got paid for stuff. And I know that's kind of like, Ollie, how could you not know that people didn't get paid? Well, for the people that I was friends with and like saw, like I didn't really talk about, oh, like you did this campaign, how much you get paid for it? Like, it's not really like a question. You just that got comes cool up. stuff and you yeah. pictures. That was basically it. And I did a lot of stuff with small shops too. So I didn't really see any like monetary value that I could get. I just really enjoyed getting free shirts and ears and product and all yeah. that. Sorry to breathe. (laughs) Anyway, um, so moving on into, I think about a year and a half later, I landed my big, big first uh, project with Veer Bradley. And that's when I started getting paid. Mark is yawning. Jeez, sorry I'm boring you. It's been a long day. I know. Um, So I landed my first project with Veer Bradley. And they asked me, hey, Ollie, like, how much are your rates for what you want to get paid? And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to get paid. I mean, I already love Vera Bradley, so I just expected to get product. And I I was a little foolish in myself because I was like, oh, I have like 10K, like, $150 $150 a post is perfectly fine. And of course, they were like, okay, sounds great. Cool. Well, <laughs> you know, people talk. So I was at the event or leading up to the event and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm excited. I got my first paid collaboration and a couple of my friends are like, oh, that's great. And another one of my friends was, oh yeah, like how much did you charge? Because I want to see like if I charged the right amount. And I was like, oh, $150. And they were like, only $150? And I was like, only? How much did you charge? And they're like, oh, like $550. i am like, $550? And so you have another friend that only got paid like $50? 50 bucks, yeah. And I'm like, wait, something is wrong. We, like have this like understanding with ourselves that oh like if I say too much of a high number the brand's not going to want to work with me and 
right then in that moment, I said, you know what, like the content that I create, the photos that I take and the things that I put into the content creation costs way more than $150 in my mind for what I think in the future. Alia, you need to ask for more from all the effort that you put into it. Because really, you're like a business. Like whenever a brand comes to you. They love you, obviously. They wanted to reach out to you for a specific reason because they love what they see that you have created before. But also, it's like, you if you don't know somebody that's a photographer like myself, (laughs) you would either have to use your own gear Mm -hmm. or find somebody and pay them to do it. And pay for your own gear. That's another thing. Money out of your pocket, time planning to figure out clothes locations like all of that stuff editing i know lightroom and photoshop is not free like that also charges so i'm putting all of that in i just i basically broke it down to like what i did for that shoot and what i thought that i was gonna get paid or what i got paid and then i broke it down again where it's like how much time and effort and how much did these clothes cost and how much did my gas cost to drive there how much did I take time editing out and I really should have gotten paid around six hundred dollars for everything that I did and looking back on that I'm like okay well next time that any brand asks this I'm gonna ask for the deliverables I'm gonna ask for what's expected of me because whenever a brand came to me that had like a lower budget on the side. And I'm not saying not to work with people that have lower budget because obviously right now as well, like we are in a pandemic still and the things that we had accessible to us before are not accessible now. But you have to also think of, am I, if the brand is offering me little, will I still put as much effort as I usually do into it? Because unfortunately I see myself If I have brand projects coming up, like this past month I had like six, and my idea, which probably isn't a good one, was, oh, this brand is only going to pay me 500, but the other brands are going to pay me around 800, 2000, like that type of thing. And I was like, oh, well, they're only paying me around 500, so like I don't really do that much for them. And in my head, I'm like, I should not be thinking that way. Like that, I negotiated that because of what I, I was getting. So I should put that amount, still the same amount of effort into things that I said that I was going to deliver. Like expectations, like we talked about last time, is set the expectations. The brain obviously likes to work with you. So give them the deliverable. The, the deliverables that they saw you give other brands. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Um, so that's another, that's a point I want to make is if you are going into this expecting for every company to pay you like $1,000, $800, $300, whatever you say your price is at, and a brand reaches out to you that will pay you less, don't put in less effort, still give you the full effort because if they have a bigger budget for another collaboration, they're going to say, oh, Alia did this with this amount of budget. If we pay her more, Mm -hmm. she's going to do even more or do the same content and like give it a little, little bit of spice, you know? Yeah. It's just figuring out because 
we listened to the one podcast today mm-hmm. and they were saying you don't necessarily charge people based off of their budget. Mm-hmm. You charge off of how much impact what you were providing is going to do. Do. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Cuz they were talking about with if you're doing a shoot with Nike, mm-hmm. let's say with just their t-shirts mm-hmm. at the same location and then this other brand comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, we want this exact stuff." With our T-shirts. At like, the exact location, same look, everything. But it's just like a small business, local, that obviously they would charge more for Nike because the images that Nike uses are going to be used everywhere, mm-hmm. whereas a small shop is just going to be like maybe their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to charge the same thing for the same for different companies just because... Uh, what am I saying here? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to charge the same thing for different companies if one company is a larger brand and one company is a smaller brand. But not because they have a bigger budget, just yes. because of how much impact what you're doing is going to yes. create. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing that I want to have you guys take away from this is when showing your business worth or your content creator worth or even your self-worth um don't put in less focus don't put in less focus on brands that aren't paying you as much still put in that same focus and still be 100 percent yourself because if a brand sees that you work with another brand and they see that content they're gonna other people will want to work with you more because you've created this amazing thing for another brand or product or whatever yeah and kind of on that note, on my side of things, mm-hmm. I've heard a couple of different photographers say they either don't charge anything at all for projects mm-hmm. that are like more mm-hmm. like friends or anything, yeah. or they charge <sighs> full price mm-hmm. because if you give some, you quote somebody full price, but then yeah. you give them a discount, like subconsciously you're kind of not going to want to put in as much effort because you know you're not getting as much out of it as you are for these other projects. You're not going to want to deliver them as fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Deliver them as fast, put in as much work, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And again, that depends on what your deliverables are and what value you're providing. Yeah. But that's something I never really thought of until recently. It's just like you just don't give discounts. You're either doing it at full price because you're going to put in all that work or do it for free where it's on your own terms Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you're not letting anybody down because nobody paid you for this work exactly and also just a tip for any of you guys wanting to hire people or freelancers or anyone no matter if it's your friends family strangers please 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 want to pay them like please budget the amount that you or like they're priced at because it never hurts me more than when a friend of mine comes up to me and says, I really love your photos that you did for XYZ or I saw you did so-and-so's photos last time. Would you like want to take my photos? And I obviously would be like, yeah, I love to. And I'd be like, what's your budget? And they're like, oh, I was kind of like just wanted them for free or like a discounted price because like we're friends. And like, I feel like you shouldn't want your friends to pay. Like you shouldn't have your friends pay you. And in my head. On the flip side, 
you're supporting your friends. Exactly. You should, want... you should want to pay them. Yeah. You should want to support them. You should want to share their images and say, hey, I have an amazing friend that took my photos and she's so worth it. <laughs> Everyone else should look into her and hire her as well because I see the outcome that it has on my page or I see that brands want to work with me more when I have Alia's photos, stuff like that. And um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, because pricing yourself is like a very personal thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's something I need to learn to take out of it is to separate business and personal because, but like when you're pricing yourself, you're putting a number on the value that you create as a person. Correct. So you're putting a number on yourself. So whenever somebody asks for a discount, it's like, Oh, well, I'm maybe not I'm worth not that much. As good as I think I yeah. am. Yeah. And oh my gosh. It, and it when people makes, think. It makes me so mad when Mark right here says, oh my gosh. So I love Mark. You are, Everyone knows that. And the things that he creates for me are breathtaking. Like I love his videos. I love his photos that he takes for me. Brand work, all that. It never pains me more to when he goes, oh, uh, how much should I charge for this? Like 50 bucks? I'm like, $50? You're like worth like $1,000. Like that's absolutely insane. And whenever we work on projects together and I'll like do my pricing on my side and he'll do his on his. And in the end, I'm like, oh, like did so-and-so pay you? Or like, hey, have you gotten this like uh, budget? And he's like, yeah, they just paid me the like 200. And I'm like, 200 for all the work you did and he'll be like yeah how much did you get paid i'm like at least 450 and he's like 450 i'm like you're worth so much more so i think that's something that mark has to take away and write down and look into more Uh is also pricing and knowing that you're way worth more than 50 dollars. i think it's just that i want like i want to make anything work for anybody i know because I don't want them not to have that, like, video or pictures. So, and it's just fun. And I hate, like, putting a price on that mm-hmm. where I have to set all these expectations for myself. Yeah. And I'm afraid I'm going to let myself down and let them down. So, I'm just like, but you're not. whatever is fine. <laughs> I'll so, do yeah. it for free. Whatever. <laughs> Starbucks, sure. <laughs> but then I come back home and be like. I'm poor. I want to buy these Legos. Yeah. <laughs> exactly (laughs) um but yeah that's something that we also want you guys to jot down is don't don't i don't know how to phrase it like don't ask creatives to do things for free that you know if they weren't your friend you would have to pay for i guess that does that describe it well yeah um it's like we also want to give yeah we want to discount stuff for people because like you were saying we're in a pandemic so maybe not everybody can afford it but also not everybody thinks about the photographers also in a pandemic and they have bills to pay as well and um it's funny because while we're on the topic of friends paying and family asking for things um two of my friends that i take photos all the time um pay me for every shoot every shoot i do for them they pay me whether it be the 150 dollars that i sent that they do or even if it's like 60 dollars that i do it's just the fact that both of them don't even have to like second guess their first question 
after they tell me their like idea for their shoot is okay how much do you want to be paid like I have this budget like what would this do and like those are the people that you want to continue to support and those are the people that I would want to do stuff or like if I have a creative idea I would want to ask them first because they've already supported me on their end that I can give them a free photo shoot for something creative that I want to do for my business personally so in the end it's a better outcome for everyone Mm -hmm. um but moving on so um i did get a lot of questions from the last podcast that we did about finding and reaching out to brands and what resources to have and i provided those um if you haven't listened to that one go ahead it's the one right below this number four um, but I did get a lot of questions about how how much do you charge for each post? Like what signifies how much budget you would do for the deliverables? And honestly, it just really depends on what I need to be to be frank. Like um, for the wallpaper, I need it. Mark and I had a set goal to do wallpaper in our apartment and I reached out to two companies and both of them were willing to give me the wallpaper. And for that, I didn't really take any payment because they gave me $700 worth of wallpaper. (laughs) So like, it's kind of like back and forth of if I reach out to this brand, am I going to actually use it or is it just something that I want for a picture? And for the wallpaper, it's something that we actually use in our home every day. It's there. So I didn't really see a purpose of me asking for money on that end because I needed it more than I need. They needed to pay me for it. Um, yeah, now, it depends on like the value of the stuff you're actually getting yeah. and then how... Cause you, I feel like you kind of subtract the value of the products for like you subtract that from what you normally charge Mm -hmm. for something. Yeah. Because like if it's something that I will never use, I usually charge more because I will never use this. It's a cool product, but it doesn't fit into my daily life. Kind of like, I don't know, like a pair of shoes. Like I love shoes. Like I wear them, but I don't. Obviously, you guys see, I don't talk about shoes every day on here. Now, I like cute shoes. They go with outfits. I like doing stuff and creative photo shoots with weird shoes. But I'm not going to charge them less because I would wear the shoes if it's not something that I could wear every day. Something like that. Um, But I do usually go in when I first started. Someone that didn't know anything about anything uh told me that (laughs) i should charge 10 percent of what my rate is like of what my following is and you know 10k 100 dollars, that was it but and then i had you know about 40 other people that i would talk to and they're like absolutely not like you put in way more effort and way more creativity way more styling gas everything way more expenses on your end than what you're getting paid. So in the end, you lose money. You should never be paying out of pocket for yeah. things. Yeah. Either on the brand side or the business side. Correct. You're just paying to work. Mm-hmm. And that's not technically okay. <laughs> What's the fun in that? Yeah. Like, we always say money doesn't buy happiness. But it buys Mark's Legos. <laughs> it buys... Alia Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you need it to live. Yeah. And the more you can afford to pay your bills 
the less stressed you are necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's not going to make you happy. But it's going to relieve some of that stress you have on your back. But anyway, continue. Um, No worries. (laughs) Uh, So later, uh, about a week later, I was like, that is a BS rule. (laughs) I have never, ever, ever seen. I mean, even some of my friends that have under 10K following charge way more than 10% because they know their worth and they know that my engagement rate and the people that I reach is going to, if a product is $50, let's say, and you're only, you're only charged a hundred, but 10 people buy that product off your link that made the company more money than they paid you. So in the end, it's kind of a win for the company because they didn't have to pay you as much as the other influencer, but kind of a loss for you because you didn't get any of that money that they made and you put in more work than was needed. Not needed, but that they paid you for. Um, so for what I usually charge is I basically make like a fee list um, on my little notes and I add it all up and see how much it would cost. So I usually give Mark uh, 30 to 50% of each um, brand deal that we do just because he obviously take the t- took the time out of his day to shoot and do all that stuff for me. He usually drives so that gives him gas and all, all that, you know, little things. And I also, and I take the rest for my own because I came up with, I usually come up with the idea, usually get the clothes, um, the shoes, all that, you know, Lightroom is another charge, Pixie set that I send the brand photos through, all of that. So I usually go ahead and add up all the stuff in there. If I don't have something to wear, I usually look up what it'll cost to wear and like get that for that specific shoot and then I add that to the cost so I know that I can go get this and I'll all be covered by the brand once they pay me. And this is something you should do if for brand stuff and as your business. Yeah, businesses. Always calculate your expenses so you know the bare minimum of what you need at least to cover that Yeah, and then build from there. Absolutely. So all the things she's listing like your camera gre- camera gear. Rear. <laughs> okay, Miss Bidness over here. <laughs> but yeah, your camera gear, any software you use, mm-hmm. anything. And then keep track of your mileage. Mm-hmm. I use an app that tracks my mileage, and then I say if it's personal business miles. Mm -hmm. So that deducts from your taxes at the end of the year. So keep track of all that just so you know how much out-of-pocket you're paying and so you know how much to charge to cover that, Mm -hmm. plus making a profit off of Mm -hmm. Mm it. I also add in um, $5 for coffee. (laughs) I You laugh, but... I know myself is going to stop at Starbucks on the way to the shoot. And if that's something that'll get me through the shoot, that's Mm -hmm. something that I will add into it. I know you all are probably laughing at the end of listening to this, but it's true. Like you, whatever you think that you're going to be doing that day for that shoot, that's what you should add into your business expenses. And And for my business stuff, like mm -hmm. any meals Mm -hmm. as well, or like this past wedding we did like a week two weeks ago you gotta charge for your hotel yep transportation and meals while you're there correct and also like if if i didn't have mark i would hire a photographer it would usually be grace um 
It, by the way, her name is Grace. Um, I worked with her at Universal. And if you have any like family photography or anything like that, she does beautiful, beautiful work. It's Grace Navarro um, Creative on Instagram. And you can definitely look her up. I highly recommend. And she has a beautiful baby named Charlie, which is the cutest little cutie pie in the universe. Anyway, that's my plug-in <laughs> for Grace. I love her very much. She's always been like a second mom to me. Um, but getting on to what I price, uh, continuing with like how I would reach, like tell brands. Um, if you ever like have a set like number in your mind, um, I always ask the brand a little more than that because in the end, usually brands like to either say, yes, I will 100% go to that price or go into a negotiation tactic, which is kind of like a job. You always ask for more than you actually want, and then you guys come to a middle ground. Um, So I try to do that for every brand um, collaboration we do. And then also I try to think, is this something that I'm going to use that I can put into my own house? Or is this something that I won't use, but I think of a cool picture that can go along with it? And that's how I usually price things out. Yeah, brands is different from like my business work because each brand is going to be different. They're going to need different things. Whereas for my business, like... If you want me there eight hours on your wedding day, you're going to get a seven plus minute video at this cost. Mm -hmm. And there's not really any negotiating that because that's no matter that it's even though it's different people, you're giving them the same product in the end Mm -hmm. and you want to give them the same experience as I do any of the other couples. Correct. That's it. Oh, that's all you got. Well, Um, oh, for all. Not for all. For now. For now. Okay. <laughs> um, so going into, um, we're, I'm going to kind of shift gears. So do you have anything else to say about business side? What are you talking about? I'm going to talk more about like self-worth. Okay. Before you go into that. Okay. I'll kind of touch on that. But I'm going to talk about how I price kind of business stuff. And how I go about it a little bit. But like I said before, you always want to write down your expenses, keep track of all that. So you Mm -hmm. know the base amount of what you're spending. Mm -hmm. And there's a few, you know, for my business, like photography, videography stuff, you don't want to charge on like an hourly rate. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good to keep that number in mind for like weddings like if they're going to want an extra hour added on to keep track of that, just so you can add that on easily, but never price your work hourly because just because you work on something faster than somebody else doesn't mean you should charge less. Mm -hmm. You actually should charge more if you're doing it faster because Mm -hmm. you're getting them. You're more focused on it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting them what they want quicker and sometimes even better than it would take if you if it takes you a week to edit or a month to edit mm-hmm. but you you want to charge on like the value of the work mm-hmm. that you're providing um let's do you see. want me to go into self-worth or are you 
Not yet. Okay. Or my brain is working a little bit. The wheels of his brain (laughs) are working. Need some oil up there. But in figuring out how much you want to actually charge for like a wedding. Mm -hmm. So the one we were listening to today and what I've heard before is ask yourself how much you want to be, how much you want to earn over the year. Correct. And then how many weddings you're going to want to take on that year so so if you want to make 100k in a year and you want to do 25 weddings take 100k divided by 25 and that's how much you should be charging per wedding now also keep in mind that when you get paid this you have to remember that you'll be charged taxes and we Mm. were listening to a podcast that was also saying that you should have another bank account that's called basically a taxes fund so you take 30 percent of what you make from each wedding or each event and put that into the taxes fund so you know at the end of the year you're not scrambling to find the funds to pay for it you have that taxes fund already done and it may be more a little bit more but not a huge jump or maybe less and you know that you have some buffer money for the following year you can also pay taxes quarterly you can so you're not paying it all at once Mm -hmm. which i told myself last year that i'd pay it quarterly and look where we are now and now I got to pay it all at once. There we go. <laughs> and it's all in my bank account. So I think I'm just a tiny bit richer than I am, but really wow. it's going to flush out. Flush out, yeah. Yeah. Um, but another one last point. Okay. Something that I've heard all the time is that if you don't know how much you're worth, mm-hmm. somebody's going to tell you how much you're worth. Correct. Which is never a good thing. No. And. It also doesn't hurt to ask, look around to see like what your market is. Like I you never want to charge less than what other people are charging. You always want to charge around the same, if not more, but don't solely base what you're charging off of somebody else. And this is where good friendships come in handy. Mm-hmm. Because I have a couple of content creators who have a higher following than me, and I reach out to them and say, "Hey, I had this brand. They reached out to me. This is what they want. How much do you think you should charge? And I get four different opinions because four different, four different of them, four of them have different styles, different aesthetics about what their branding is. So I usually go in that and then I take what they usually would charge or like what they suggested me to charge. And I, you know, go to my pricing budget sheet, <laughs> budget sheet and see where that goes together. Um, and a bunch of them come to me and say, hey, like, I have this. I know you worked with them before. What do you think a good pricing budget is for them? And then that's how, that's honestly what I suggest. I suggest you find a good, good group of like maybe three or four content creator influencers that you can rely and trust on. And I know that's very hard to find. Um, But once you have that group, do not be afraid to reach out to them and ask questions. If you guys are looking for someone to talk to or have any questions on this, feel free to DM me. I will give you a straight up answer. I'll help you navigate navigate negotiations anything like that i've done it for a couple of my friends that are just starting out for the content creating business you don't have to pay me this is not like a content creating like mentorship thing like i literally will just help you do it and you tell me if it worked if it did great if not okay we start again and we try again another thing on pricing yourself people view obviously 
money has a value to it.、Mm-hmm. So usually, if you spend more on something, people view that as like they're going to provide me a greater value than the、yes. person that's charging me a cheap amount for. Yes, is a typical way to go about it. So, and right now, I feel like I'm charging in the middle of that, which isn't. Great because I'm <sighs> not the cheapest option, but I'm also not viewed as the most valuable option.、Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to f- like figure this stuff out Go through the as I'm to talking、see. to you guys. I'm obviously not an expert. <laughs> Nobody really is. <laughs> Every time you read something, you're like, "This kind of makes sense," but also it me makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just figuring out what works best for you in your area.、Mm-hmm. But like I said, you want to make yourself seem more valuable. But also, don't charge more just to charge more. Always ask yourself, why do I need to charge more, or why am I charging more? So whenever you up your prices, usually you're gonna get less. Inquiries or people that actually book you, but you're making just as much because that number kind of balances itself out, kind of like supply and demand. Yeah, and I also, stuff. And I also say for you guys that are negotiating back and forth with brand, if a brand comes at you and says, "Oh, I can offer you this much for it," and you would like a little more. In your email, say okay. Would you be okay with this pricing? And explain what you would do. Explain what you would need the the higher budget for. Whether it be hire a photographer, whether it be driving to a location, whether if the location has a fee for you to go in and shoot there,、mm. stuff like that. So. Brands, like we said last time, are just people. They just want to understand and make sure they're not getting ripped off as well. So if you just explain to them, like, "Hey, that's a great budget, but I'm gonna need a little bit more. Here's X, Y, and Z. Y. Here's a mood board to show you what I want to provide you, and I'll also throw in a couple product photos that won't have me, but you guys can include them into your website, into your ad sponsorships, like that." And then back on the photo and video side, when you Up your prices. You want to like provide more value in what you're doing. So,、mm-hmm. something I want to start doing is like sending them thank you cards whenever they book、mm-hmm. me, and then at the end, like send another thank you card or like at the end of the year, thanks for being a part of my year and、yeah. helping support my business. I think that's、um, a great idea. And then also, it doesn't like. Another thing to add value is providing like print products or albums. Help、mm-hmm. them figure out how to navigate that. You can、yeah. either sell it yourself. I know in Florida, if you ever provide a tangible product for a service, you have to charge sales tax on the full service,、yeah. not just the actual product.、Mm-hmm. So that gets tricky with like stuff like that. Stuff like that, but that's something you got to look into. But just. Figuring out how to provide more value and make the experience overall better for the client. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, so I think this will just be our last kind of tidbit on just to wrap up everything. Um, and that's gonna be me talking to you guys a little bit about self worth, and it'll only take maybe a couple minutes, but. I'm gonna tell you guys that at the beginning of each week, I want you guys to try this, where you write three things that you want to get done in the week, and it may be stuff that you want to do for content, it may be stuff that you want to do in your house, it may be stuff you want to do for your health, stuff like that, and then have those things in mind. Start Monday morning, and then write them down, and then see if you can conquer those things by the end of Friday. 
If you can, fantastic. You have three other things that you can write down next Monday. If you can't, that's also okay. But then write yourself reasons why you couldn't do that. Oh, I was feeling sick. Oh, I had to do this. I went to work. They had me work overtime. Stuff like that. So you're not looking at it as you're disappointed you didn't finish it. You're looking at it as, hey, I had these obstacles in my way that I couldn't finish it. But that doesn't mean I can't try to do it again next week. And writing down the things why you couldn't finish it helps you figure out what those problems actually are and, and how you those can as well. clear them for yeah, the next week. Absolutely. So that's just my little tip of self-worth is do those kind of things and also understand that in the world of business, in the world of job hunting, like we are now in the world of content creating and talking to brands and businesses and trying to make your way in the world really and don't let it get down if people tell you that you're not worth this because and to don't let them self tell yourself that exactly get rid of that imposter syndrome Ooh. Uh, don't let them tell you that you're not worth it because to them in their eyes you may not be but to someone else you will be that and more Um, so if someone comes to you and is like you you aren't worth $18 an hour you're worth 12 to yourself you're like I'm worth way more than 12 what I can offer isn't there that song baby I'm worth it (laughs) (laughs) By Fifth Harmony? Sure. (laughs) Okay, baby. Uh, It is a song. Um, hmm. Sorry. Uh, You're fine. (laughs) Um, So if someone tells you that, look look at them and say, I'm sorry you feel that way. But to me, I know I am worth it. And if you keep building that confidence with yourself and knowing your your self-worth, that will help you go into your next job interview, your next job interview, your fathering, something like that, um, to say, hey, I am worth this. And Everyone knows confidence is key. If you sit down in an interview, if you email a brand with very high confidence, it's going to resonate with the person reading it or talking to you. And they're going to know and say, oh, she knows her stuff or he knows their stuff or they know their stuff. And even if you don't feel confident, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Who's that song by? That's by Alia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just... If you, like, hype yourself up, write stuff down. Write those affirmations, Make a playlist, like, your Mm. pump-up playlist. Like I said, fake it till you make it, and then fake it even more. (laughs) (laughs) Wise words of Mark Young. (laughs) But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed us going and diving deep into worth and brand negotiations and pricing yourself for this crazy world that we live in. But we hope to hear you and see you next time. Well, I mean, hearing from you and reviews (laughs) and seeing you in our spirits listening to us next time. Um, Thank you so much for listening. But yeah, yeah, yeah we really be appreciate sure it. Be sure to rate it, share it on your Instagram. Anything helps at all. Yeah, give us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, let us know where you're listening from around the world. We've added like five countries. Yeah, like Canada. Canada, Brazil. Brazil. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch, but I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Someone's listening so, from this place? But yeah, feel free. You are one of those people that are listening from around the world around the world let us know because 
It's That's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, have a great day, guys. Happy Monday, and we're gonna make it another week. Whoop, whoop. Get those businesses going. Oh Lord. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>